This is the Rundown Pod, a podcast about podcasts. Your podcast concierge. I'm Roger Clark, with an E, announcer and co-host for this production. And now, a man who needs no introduction. That is, if you happen to be at the Augusta National Golf Club last weekend, as he delivered a boozy tirade on the slumping export market, Mr. Paul Clifford. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Rundown Pod. I'm Paul Clifford and today we have a great episode for you. In this episode we'll be looking at the podcast Question of the Day, which features Stephen Dubner of the Freakonomics suite of media, including books and podcasts and live appearances. In this particular episode we'll be looking at, he asks one very specific question and then they continue to, to go on for about 12 minutes, delivering what they uh, what they consider to be an answer to that one specific question. So we're going to look at it, and we're going to talk about it. So stay tuned for that. But first, before we get on to the program today, let me just say you can reach me at paul at rundownpod.com, or you can tweet us at rundownpod. And if you go to our website, you can also, you'll find links to the podcast that we're reviewing and you'll find additional information about our podcast and how to contact us. So go to www.rundownpod.com for that. Okay, now the first clip from the Question of the Day podcast in which Stephen Dubner reveals the mystery question of the day. Hey, James, I have a question for you today. Yes. Why do people so often and prolifically take pictures of the things they see, the places they go, and the people that they are with, especially if they're famous people? Hmm, interesting question. I wonder how they're going to answer this one. Let me guess. Stephen Dubner is going to write a 15-minute audio love letter extolling the virtues of modern photography. Well, Roger, I'd like to think so. But the first thing you do after you ask a question of whether or not people why people take so many pictures is you start planning ideas about what the right answer is before you let anybody answer. That's what I always do. When I ask a question rhetorically, I tell people what the answer is before they have the luxury of answering. That way they'll tell me what I want to hear. So let's listen. Now, maybe that seems like a really obvious question. I think because people want the... Do they want to have it to look back on? No, no. Do they want to have it to validate the experience? We live in a total social media world now, and there's starting to be evidence of this. Okay, so there, so there we saw it. He's, he's kind of planting. Well, he's actually he's priming the pump. He's giving him ideas. He's giving his co-host ideas of what to talk about. And his co-host is saying, "Hey, we live in a social media world, man. So people aren't taking pictures to enjoy it, but they're doing it for some social media reason." So let's listen on about that. Yeah. So you want kind of the real, the highlight reel of your life on Facebook or Instagram is always like, "Oh, here I am with like Kevin Spacey," or "Here I am," uh, you know kicking the goal in soccer. Here I am. Eating yeah, you're doing well. Meal. Here I am eating this great meal in Greece. Uh, and so people take all these beautiful pictures of food and so happiness it's, so and it's alcohol. A, so it's an arms race? It's a photo arms race where we all... You know, you're right, Stephen Dubner and that other guy. Um, we only take photos to impress other people. You know, when you see an old person or maybe your father or mother or grandparent in an assisted living facility looking at a photo of their kids or dead spouse... You know what? They're thinking, man, I remember how jealous Beth McChesney was when she saw this photo. Or maybe not. All right, let's listen to another clip from Question of the Day. So I just see tourists walking through New York, taking pictures of every doorway, every window. 
do it. And I like pictures too, but I am flabbergasted by, especially living in New York and now is tourist season, seeing so many people going around taking pictures of things that are so entirely unremarkable. I can't imagine they're actually trying to get past some bar because there's just no way those pictures are good enough. Tourist season. Is that like wildebeest season on the Serengeti? Uh, yes, Roger. Tourist season is something like uh, wildebeest season. Although, I, I, can you really... Someone needs to look up whether or not you can hunt wildebeest. Seems like they're protected because the cheetahs need something to eat and the lions need something to eat. So, he's criticizing tourists for coming to New York and taking pictures of the architecture because they find it beautiful because... I find it's it's elusive what he is. So it's just a criticism of people who feel the need to to grasp at the moment by preserving it with with a photograph. Hmm. You know, before we provide a rebuttal to this point, let's let's listen on. Let let's let him complete the thought. Thirty of them. I'm going to say another thing about the Statue of Liberty. If I'm going by the Statue of Liberty, here would be my thought. I might take thirty pictures, but I'm more likely to think, you know what? I'd love to have a great picture of the Statue of Liberty, but I'm not going to be the one who takes it. And there are probably about 8 million great pictures of well, the Statue of Liberty. So let me just, like, have one of those when that, I get that's home. That's just it. So essentially what I think Stephen's saying is that if, if, say, you're standing there with your aunt or your son or daughter in front of the Statue of Liberty and you take a picture of them in front of the Statue of Liberty, or if you just snap a picture of the Statue of Liberty as you're riding the ferry boat past it, in some way, you're committing a crime against him because you want to preserve a picture you took, the personal experience of having the picture that you took from your perspective of the Statue of Liberty, whereas it would just be better to take uh, a picture off the Internet of someone who was in a helicopter on a, on the beautiful day picture of the Statue of Liberty. Well, I, I have an even a better idea. Instead of, this, instead of getting something that, that Annie Leibovitz did, why don't we just scour the internet and do a photo collage showing the construction of the Statue of Liberty being created in a Parisian workshop somewhere back in the back in the 1800s? You know, then we're really pure. We're getting to the experience. We're getting good photographs showing the historical context. I I don't fully understand what they're they're doing here with this. Um, but I think the next quote kind of sums up their argument. So let's let's listen to the last clip from Question of the Day regarding people who take too many photographs and Stephen Dubner's deep, deep animosity towards them. Right. Now we can. All right, let me go heavy on you then, James, for a second. Okay, so let us let me make a parallel and see if you agree or disagree with the parallel and what are the ramifications in either case. So let's say that photography today is to photography 40 years ago, 30 years ago even, 20 years ago even, as an all-you-can-eat free buffet is to uh, providing and growing your own food 50 or 100 years ago. Uh, absolutely. Oh, great point, man. That's deep. Let me go heavy on you too, Stephen. Let's say, let's, let's try this. Let's say our nearly universal access to medical care today is to healthcare in the 1890s as ubiquitous access to cameras are today to daguerreotypes in the past. So you're right. I'd rather have gout and uh, a photograph that takes 35 minutes to develop. Wait a minute. Wait, I, I think I'm, maybe I'm missing the point. Let me try another analogy. It should be something that's more disgusting or has less decorum than in the past. So if today it's more disgusting, like 
buffets, all you can eat buffets, and it was better in the past. That's what we're looking for in our analogy. So let me try this one more time. Okay. How about people taking photos all over the place now versus it being the sole space of professionals like Ansel Adams in the past is like equality for minorities and women now versus separate drinking fountains and women's suffrage in the... Wait a minute. I keep screwing this up. Okay. Stephen, I'm going to get this right the third time because, you know, there is there are a lot of things that are way worse now than they were in the past, and I'm going to nail this. Okay. <clears throat> okay, let me try. Let's see. I got it. All right. Everyone taking photos all over the place now is to daguerreotypes what question of the day's premise is to old men in the 1950s complaining about those ruffians and their rock and roll music. No, no, that doesn't work either. Oh, man, I'm useless. All right. I guess the overall point of my podcast today is I love Freakonomics, the books, the podcast for the most part. But question of the day, the point being kind of driven home, or at least I'm trying to drive home, is no matter how smart you are, it's insanely difficult to have a daily podcast where you create well thought out and meaningful content. This is why, you know, most shows produced daily have between 12 and 42 writers on their staff, like The Daily Show or, you know, The Tonight Show or something like that. I don't think Stephen Dubner, as smart as he is, can just come up with a random topic and not do any research on it and just banter about it with his buddy unless they've thought about it beforehand because they're not really making any really good points about why it's bad to take a lot of photographs. People will take photographs for a lot of different reasons and they do it for a, a lot of personal reasons, but you can't just say it's, oh, because of a look at me culture so I can throw it up on Facebook. Certainly some people are doing that, but a lot of people I think are just creating memories of their family because life is very, very transient and kids and moments and experiences are very, very transient and our memories, quite frankly, suck. So it's nice to have a picture book. It's nice to have some files on your computer that you can roll back through occasionally and remember the things where you were and when you were. And a lot of times, especially those people who are maybe feeling crappy about their life choices and they feel like they're really doing bad things currently, they can look back and they can kind of bring back those memories and remember, hey, maybe the, the old times weren't so great or maybe they weren't as bad as I thought. And it puts it all into perspective for them. And I think it keeps you sane and rational, whereas you can easily fall into a trap where you glorify or vilify the past if you don't have these concrete memories. And a lot of times photographs can do that for us. And photographs are much, much, much more than just a, a chance to show off and, and dazzle your friends on Facebook. So overall, I encourage Stephen Dubner to keep producing a daily podcast, but try to avoid the stone teenager, I hate people who do X type statements because it just doesn't, I, th I think you're going to alienate your fans, Stephen, because you, you've worked hard for your audience for Freakonomics. And there was a recent quote from the CEO of Under Armour about Volkswagen when he was talking about their deceit of consumers with their emissions, their onboard emissions computer. It's been widely publicized in the news. And he said that trust is gained in drips and lost in buckets. And I think that's true with podcasts and Freakonomics because all it takes is a couple not so well thought out episodes or, you know, saying people who take too many photographs are somewhat less evolved than than you or or, or have less behavioral decorum than you, I think is, is somewhat short-sighted because I think there are different differing perspectives on this. This would be like saying everybody who rides a motorcycle is an idiot. 
you couldn't, I don't think you can make blanket statements like that, Stephen Donner. So anyway, that's really all I have to say about that particular episode of Question of the Day. It just kind of got, it got stuck in my, uh, stuck in my tooth there. It got stuck between two of my teeth. So that's all we have for today. So for Roger Clark with an E, I'm Paul Clifford saying matinee, alviderzane, hasta luego, and see you next time. <laughs>